Welcome back to the YouTube Chats podcast, where we cover all topics relating to growing a successful YouTube channel. Topic of conversation today is the process of repurposing your YouTube videos to get the most out of them. When it comes to creating on YouTube, there are a few social media platforms that you may want to invest some of your time into aside from YouTube. Now, there are a ton of platforms, but I would just like to say before you do go ahead and create all these other accounts, remember that you don't actually have to do everything. You don't have to do everything that everyone else is doing. If posting on YouTube once a week is hard enough for you, don't force yourself to then create posts for other platforms too. If things become too much, just keep your focus to one or two things at a time. Pretend you've got like four or five different baskets. One's for family and home life, one's for work and business life, one's for YouTube and one's for your hobbies. You can only split that basket into a small amount of sections, so don't overdo it. Some of us have two baskets, some of us have ten baskets. We're all very different and our capabilities of living life very comfortably are different as well. So only do as much as you can do. Okay, so because there are so many different platforms to consider, I've split those into two different types. So the platforms, if you are looking to actually you know, do more than just YouTube. These are the platforms I suggest you should start with. One, Facebook, two, Instagram, and three, TikTok. You can pick one of these, you can pick two of them, you pick all of them. All of them host different types of content as well, and we're going to go through that also. Now, if you are wanting to go all out, I would suggest adding these ones to that list as well. Number four, Twitter. Number three, Five, a podcast, and number six, a blog slash website. So, like I just said before, if you are finding one of these, and that being YouTube, your main focus, too much as it is, don't dabble in anything else. If you think you can manage one extra platform, if I had to pick one extra platform to focus on, personally, it would probably either be TikTok, Instagram, or my podcast because of how easy those platforms are to create for, but it's entirely up to you. So what I'm going to do throughout this podcast is I'm going to go through each platform and essentially explain a few ways you can repurpose your YouTube videos on each platform. I'm going to break it down as much as I can, divide it into per platform and what the platform offers and go from there. Obviously, all these platforms are free aside from the blog. All right, the first platform we're going to take a look at is going to be Facebook. Obviously, Facebook's free, and there are three sections I have decided to break this one down into. Number one being a personal page or group. So what I mean by this is on Facebook, you can create a page or a group for your YouTube channel. Basically, it's another YouTube channel. Facebook pages slash groups work very much similar to YouTube. You can provide content. It's just a place for people to follow so they can see that content. So what you can do is you can create your own page. If you want to get more personal, you can create like a private group and invite only very specific people, people that might be a part of a course or maybe these people are paying you and this is another sort of access they get. But for now, we're just going to talk about public pages and that like a way that people can follow you. 
So essentially you can just share your YouTube videos here with a piece of like text. A lot of the time you can just copy and paste the exact same text you've put in your description, uh, like the, the top blurb that you put in your description. And that works really well. It's just another way, another platform that you can share your long form videos on. The next section is going to be public pages and groups created by other people on Facebook. So what you need to do is, or what you can do, is you can find other pages or groups that are within your niche or genre. But I do have to preface that you have to be careful because each group and page have their own uh, like rules. So you need to make sure that you're actually allowed to share your content there first. So definitely take a look at their rules. If you are allowed to share, um, you can share your videos in a friendly way. Obviously, don't go into these groups and just ask for subscribers or likes. What I tend to do is if I can find a really good Facebook page or group, I'll offer some assistance on people's posts that have just posted. And that way I feel a little, little less guilty about posting my own stuff. Um, another good way is if someone's asking like a question and you've created a piece of content or video surrounding that question, that is a really good way to share your video because you can say, hey, well, I'm answering your question. Now, on the topic of these public pages and groups, I do just want to cover that there are going to be YouTube pages and YouTube groups. So a lot of these groups are aimed at growing YouTube channels. And some of them are really good because you can jump in and help other people and people can help you, you know, ask questions, collaborate, things like that. But I do have to say some of them are quite horrible as well. So avoid the ones that are preaching sub for sub growth techniques and aim for the ones that are like more involved with each other, uh, ones that can like provide assistance and help. These will also be like really good community groups to sort of grow in personally, not just YouTube, um, but sometimes you can post your YouTube videos there as well. All right, moving on to Instagram. So Instagram obviously hosts a few different ways to share content. So I'm going to cover stories, posts, carousels, and reels. Uh, there used to be a thing called IGTV, but I don't think that's a thing anymore. And I'm pretty sure people used to post like their entire YouTube videos there, but I don't think that's a thing anymore. So we'll just skip that. All right, let's start off with stories. Uh, essentially, when you go and create a new video, you're wanting to drive as much traffic to that video. I would say stories are going to be the only place that you can openly advertise your content and tell people to go and watch it. So you can simply, yeah, just create a story explaining you have uploaded a new video and then link your viewers to it. Instagram obviously now allows everyone to use that link feature. So you can actually copy and paste your YouTube video link, uh, make it into a clickable button on your YouTube story. So go ahead and do that. I do just have to preface, obviously don't just straight up beg your audience to go watch it. Um, just simply like in a nice way, let them know that you have a new YouTube video. Uh, another good way to sort of go about this would be to try to hook them. So like write up a little tiny script of what you're going to say and try to hook the viewer to actually go and watch the video. But yeah, I would say stories are probably the only open way that you're allowed to kind of be a little bit desperate and ask for people to go watch. So I would suggest, uh, yeah, posting some stories. Uh, next is posts. Now, posts and carousels are quite similar to each other and can be used all kinds of ways. Um, I'm obviously going to speak on 
behalf of how I use Instagram and it seems to be working for me. So now for posts, singular posts are a great way for simple posts. Um, They're good for showcasing something similar. So usually singular posts are used in the company of like a long text post uh, because it'll either be like one singular thing that you want to explain, but it's like a quite quite an in-depth explanation um, or one broad topic that you want to sort of dive deeper into. So they definitely are usually used as a very in-depth way of explaining things through one image. Moving on to carousels. So carousels are usually uh, used to explain a process or like a step-by-step or multiple things at once. So you could use it to explain uh, a few in-depth things on each different picture. So the post would obviously be quite long as well. For example, if you've made like a video, say, on how to make a garden bed, then you can re-explain the entire process using a carousel, either step-by-step or picture by picture, and then in the in the post you can explain that further. Um, or similar to a single post, you can go in depth on like one specific part. So, for example, if we're talking about the how to make a garden bed, you could simply make an in depth post on how like what type of soil to use for that garden bed. But like I mentioned before, uh, both posts and carousels can be used very like exactly the same way. So you could explain something in depth on a carousel you could explain something in depth on a post it doesn't really matter but just remember that you can utilize both and I would probably honestly use carousels more because it entices people to scroll through your post and continue looking at the photos again another way to use carousels would be like a very short text post and everything is explained very simply in an infographic style carousel post But that's enough of carousels and posts. Let's move on to reels. So obviously reels are very similar to posts and carousels and they can be used in the exact same way even though it is a video. So what you could do is you could simply cut the important parts from your video into a short 60 second segment um, and upload those. So say you're doing like a tutorial on how to make a garden bed, you could literally split that video into five different steps of making that garden bed and each one could be the 60 second long video. Obviously it's a much shorter piece of content, but you're still able to get that full video out in your reels through each step. But another way to do that, if you don't wanna just blatantly re-edit your own video and copy and paste your own video, you can definitely uh, recreate your video, but in a shorter way, or much like the posts and carousels, you could really go in depth about explaining one particular part of the video that you've covered. Obviously people have questions as well. Reels are a good way to answer your audience's questions. So if you you get like common questions, that's a great way to answer them in a short form piece of content because you don't really want to make a 10 minute video on the right type of soil to use if you can explain it on Instagram and that's where people are asking you the questions. Uh, While we're on the topic of short form content, we'll jump into TikTok. So obviously TikTok allows you to create videos up to three minutes long. So you could use this to be your potential and get really, really creative. Um, Like I mentioned for reels, you can simply just cut up the best parts of your videos into 15 to 30 second or even one minute sections and upload those straight to TikTok. 
or you can recreate your video in a shorter version of like three minutes. Even better, say you make a video on like X, Y, and Z, you can go ahead and make a short video on X uh, or Y or Z, and that's even more content just going forward. Obviously, TikToks are very similar to Reels, and a lot of the time you see people just uploading the exact same thing they do from TikTok to Instagram, which is totally fine because I do the exact same thing. Honestly, who has enough time to create this like a video on the same topic three times, like a YouTube video, a Reel, and then a TikTok? No one has that much time. <laughs> so don't stress if you're uh, not recreating content every single time. We're trying to work out how we can repurpose that one piece of content with as little nuisance as possible. Okay, so we've discussed the first three platforms. Let's dive into Twitter, podcasts, and websites. Um, I'll quickly cover Twitter because it's pretty much straightforward. When you do upload a new video, you can just basically tweet it out. Um, you can take your time. I would highly recommend taking your time to write a bit of a description in that post, just sort of explaining why you've created this video, what the video is about, etc. Um, and do your research on tags within your niche. You'll be surprised what you might find. Twitter's obviously one of those platforms where it is a business-y kind of ecosystem. It's a very like self-branded but in a professional way, if that makes sense. Like Instagram is very personable, but Twitter is very professional still, I think. So take <laughs> take it with a grain of salt, um, but try to be a little bit more professional on Twitter. I definitely always try to be, but people definitely go to Twitter for more sort of businessy style interests. I feel like Twitter is kind of turning into like LinkedIn meets Instagram, which is a weird kind of comparison. But yeah, I definitely go to Twitter when I'm wanting opinions on things that are quite sophisticated. Could just be my Twitter people that I follow, but I'm, I'm pretty sure you'll find very similar things to me. Uh, moving on to podcasts. So I've only just started my podcast and I honestly feel like it is such a great way to remove the barrier of professionalism when it comes to YouTube and just talk, like sit down with a few topics, plan it out. You can just go in depth and there's really no time constraints because when someone wants to sit down and listen to a podcast, they're going to sit down and listen to a podcast. It's on in the background, they're going for a walk, they're at the gym whatever it may be, they know they're in for a long piece of content. And that's the great thing about podcasts because you can sit down, you've got your video topic, you've got your script, your script already from actually creating a video. So just go more in depth. If there's something that you want to ramble on about, you're allowed to. Podcasts are a great way to gather your thoughts in a quick way to express how those thoughts make you feel and how your your opinions make you feel and just sharing your opinions in general. I definitely have been enjoying making podcasts. The creation process has gotten a lot better. I definitely, I don't script them, but I have a lot more notes when it comes to creating podcasts. And to be honest, if, you, if you're wanting to improve the way that you're speaking and just the way that you're transferring ideas to words, I, can, I couldn't recommend anything else. It's on the spot. You can still edit it, but what's the point? I definitely sit down and just cut out some of the blank sections in my podcast because sometimes I'm sitting here for a couple of minutes having a bit of a think about how I want to approach the next 
topic, but that's okay. You can just cut it out. I definitely, um, definitely recommend getting involved in the podcast space. You don't have to make a massive podcast. It could be five minutes, could be 10 minutes, could be 30 minutes, whatever, whatever you can do. I, uh, I just highly recommend it. All right, moving on to blogs or websites. So essentially, the way I like to explain it to people when I tell them about creating a website around their videos is your website is the worded versions of your videos. So if you are planning your videos correctly, you should already have a script written, which means you have the starting of the perfect blog post already. So when you do create a new blog post, make sure that your YouTube video is like right at the top, directly under the title, because essentially we aren't creating a blog post for people to read. We want them to skip the reading part and go straight to the video. Like we're creating the blog for traffic to go to our YouTube channel anyway. Like who is going to sit there and read a 10 minute blog when they can go and watch a five minute video. So as you can see, there are obviously plenty of ways to drive traffic to your new YouTube videos. You just have to get a little bit more creative. Just because someone's doing something a certain way does not mean that you need to do it the exact same way as well. Do whatever you want to do in order to create a little bit more content from your YouTube videos to draw more content, sorry, to draw more viewers to those videos. So the more traffic you can bring onto YouTube, the more favorable your video will be to the YouTube algorithm because you're bringing viewers from outside the platform into the platform, whereas YouTube negatively affects your YouTube channel when you are taking people from YouTube and taking them elsewhere. So you're enticing people to leave the, say, TikTok or Instagram to come to YouTube. So it's going to favor you greatly. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to this podcast. I do greatly appreciate every second you spend here with me. Obviously, have a great day and enjoy creating.